This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, welcome everyone. By popular demand, after three shirim on the subject, people were just begging me to continue. And even though I wanted to go on to new topics, I was not able to, re- to um, counter the wishes of so many of you who said we, we, we just can't get enough of the birds. So, so uh, we're going to continue. We're almost there. Um, I, got, I got messages from around the world, even to places where birds don't fly. I got uh, messages, Rabbi, you didn't finish the birds yet. So uh, here it is. It's based on Yushalmi. The Yushalmi says that one of the Amaram made a statement that he was never able to have uh, Kavana during Shman Esrei. And one time he tried and he got distracted by not knowing what comes first, the Reish Galusa or an Akavsa. And uh, to remember that part, check it out, TorahAnytime.com. That, uh, that we explained in the first year. And then Shmuel came along and Shmuel said, I don't have a problem concentrating during Shmona Esrei. Ana manis Efrechaya. I just count the birds. Anyone who counts the birds, and I tell you from personal experience, if you follow the advice of Shmuel, your Shmona Esrei will never be the same. I've been trying to do this, and my Shmona Esrei... I don't know whether it's better or worse. It's very different, okay? So, um, but it, no, it really intensifies uh, my, my kavana, at least a little bit. And that is, the, um, this is based on the statement of Shmuel, that in order to have kavana by Shmona Esra, you have to count the birds. So the first step is, why would counting the birds have anything to do with Shmona Esra? We know there are 20 birds in this week's parasha, and 21 in Re'eh. Well, there's a Gemara in Chulin, Amar Rabbi Avo, the Aya, the Daya, the Ra, and the Da are all one bird. So the truth is, both in Shmini and in Re'eh, there are 19 birds. 19 birds! You Can you imagine such a thing? 19 birds? That, there are 19 brachos in Shemona Esrei. That's right. Each bird corresponds to another bracha of Shemona Esrei. In order to be mechavein properly, you need to... You need to... Um, Focus on the bird. So I'm just going to give you a little flavor and taste. The first bird mentioned in both parashios is the nesher. What's a nesher? Everyone says the eagle. I also thought it was an eagle. But I got an email this morning from a good friend of mine. I'm not going to say his name yet. Um, and he's a very knowledgeable individual and a dear friend of mine. And he says, no, it's not the eagle. Disney says it's, uh, excuse me, the Christian Bible says it's the eagle. It's the vulture. But people don't like the vulture. I'm not convinced yet. I'm pretty sure all the Rishayim learn it's Taka and Eagle. But one thing we know about the eagle is the eagle is the, one of the highest flying birds. And as opposed to other birds that carry its young in its arms, the eagle carries its bird on its wings. Because the eagle says, I don't have to worry about other birds swooping down. The only thing I have to worry about is missiles being hurled at me. And better that the missile hit me than hit my young. This is called what Mida? Mugain. Yeah, Nasher is Mugain Avraham. If you want to get a hargosh of what the Rebbe Shalom does for Klal Yisrael and protects us, and says, like when he took us out of Mitzrayim, better that the missile hit me than hit you. So if you want to get a picture of what the Rebbe Shalom does for us, think about the Nasher. So when you think about an eagle, your first bracha will never be the same. And then the second bird is the Ozniya. I, it's the third bird. You missed the shear. What can I tell you? You know, you could always do tshuva. We're not up to the bracha of tshuva yet. But when you, we get up to the bracha of tshuva, one of the kavanas you should have is for missing that shear. So, the third um, bird, which corresponds to the second bracha, is the Ozniya. Ozniya is Oiz, strength. That's Gevurais, the Mid of Yitzchak. Peres, which is half, 
is Yaakov Avinu, it's half Rachamim, half Din. The fourth is Da'a Aya Lamina. And that's in Shmini. In Re'e, it's Aya Da'ya Ra'a. That's why we say, Two things. That's connected to the two birds in Shmini. is connected to the three birds in Re'e. Okay. Then we move on to the Bracha of Tshuva. And the Bracha of Tshuva corresponds to the Oirev, the raven. Why? Because the raven starts off black and turns white. The antithesis of Tshuva, where you start off, excuse me, the raven starts off white and, and turns black. The antithesis of Tshuva, where you start off black and you turn white. Now we're up to slicha. How do you request for slicha? You cry and you scream and you you whine like who? Like the ostrich. Now, and that's why the brach of, of slachla novinu is kenega the basayana. Basayana is literally the ostrich egg. The makar that the eggs of behim of oifos tamea are tame is from the ostrich egg. And if you want to know what an ostrich egg looks like, you, could, you have to watch. This Wednesday night share, also Tarani.com, where we had a real live ostrich egg. Uh, did I bring it here? No. I didn't bring it here, but you could see it on the video, a real live ostrich egg all the way from Africa. Okay. It's not a live ostrich egg, right? Yeah. It's a real, live. it's not alive, right. but it's live. Okay. V.S. We move on to the bracha of Re'eh. We need redemption from trouble, from Hamas. The Benever Ezra says the bird Tachmas is a lashon of Hamas. Then we go to the Shachaf. The Shachaf. What's the first illness mentioned in the Torah? Shachefes. So therefore, the gull, the gull, the Shachaf is um, the Ibn Ezra says is Moilid Shachefes. That's Rifa'inu. Then the bird with the most feathers, the bird that stops the southern wind, that. Um, ruins the crops is the nates, the sparrowhawk that has the most pro- a proliferation of feathers. Therefore, when we daven, that Hashem should give us parnasa. We think of the nates, the sparrowhawk. Then we get up to the bracha of tekabeshayfer gadol. Tekabeshayfer gadol is to blow the great horn that will restore and turn around the sin of Adam Arishan, who sinned with his eyes and sinned with his. Uh, listening. The kais, which is a type of owl, is the only bird that has eyes like a human being and has cheeks that kadavin and make noise like a human being. That is the bracha of Tekabah Shefer Gadol. We are now up to the bracha of Hashiva, Shefteinu, Kvari Shaina, Viyayatseinu, Kvatachila, the 11th bracha. And today we're going to learn the 11th, the 12th, 13th, and uh, we're going to get down and dirty in the birds. Okay, we're getting really into the birds now. We're up to the shalach. Here's the problem. The problem is that it's at this point in time where Parsha Shmini and Parsha Re'eh are divergent and they are in a different order. So now it's going to be really complicated to the point where the uh, this is all based on the essay of and the sefer of Rabbi Shua Heller and the sefer based Tfila, where his whole thesis is based on the order of the birds. But he says, now that Shemini and Re'eh diverges, it's, uh, you would think it's impossible to come up with any kind of thematic approach when Shemini, the 11th bird in Shemini is the Shalach, and the 11th bird um, in Re'eh is the Yanshof. So, can I borrow your pen for a minute? Thank you. The Shalach is going to be Hashiva Shevtenu, and in Re'eh, the Yanshof is going to be Hashiva. Melech Oiv Sakh 
The Yanshuf is going to be Vela Malshinim. And in Re'e, the Tinshames is going to be Vela Malshinim. And the Tinshames is going to be the Tzadikim in Shmini. And the Kos is going to be the Tzadikim in Re'e. The Kos is going to be. Um, the cost is going to be the Yushalayim, and the Racham is going to be the Yushalayim. And the um, Esemach David is going to be the Racham, and the Shalach is going to be Esemach David. So here, here's something very interesting. In Shmini, the Shalach is Hashiva Shavten Kvarishayna. And in Re'eh, the Shalach is Esemach David. Think about it. How many brachas of Geula are there? There's Hashiva Shevtenu, there's Lamashinim, there's Tzadikim, there's Yushalayim, and there's the Semach David. So the beginning of the Geula in Shmini is the end of the Geula in Re'ei. The beginning of the Geula in Shmini is the end of the Geula. Now, we also have to remember the Zoyar, that, remember what we learned in the last year, last year on Wednesday. That there's a difference between Vayikra and Devarim. Vayikra is Chorban Bayes Risha and Devarim is Chorban Bayes Sheni. Okay? And with that, let us begin. Number three, the base tefillah of Rabbi Shua Heller is the brach of Hashiva. Now he says we have the discrepancy between the birds, between their, the way they're arranged in Taras Kayanim and the way they're arranged in Mishnah Taira. In Taras Kayanim, the Shalach is Hashiva. It's the 11th bracha. And in Mishnah Taira, the Yanshuf corresponds to this bracha. Uh, I, I tell you what you need to know, okay? And the shalach, the shalach is going to be in Taras Kayanim to the bracha of Hashiva. And in Mishnah Torah, it's going to be at Samach David. Got it? Right? So the shalach, we're up to 11, is Hashiva in Shmini. And is at Samach David in Re'e. The Yanshuf in Mishnah Torah is Hashiva. In Tairas Kayanim, it's Vlam Alshinim. In Mishnah Torah, the Tinshames is Vlam Alshinim. So basically, says the base Tvila, uh, a person should just you know throw up his hands in utter despair that there's no way to try to make heads or tails on these birds if the Hashiva is the Shalach and Shmini. And it's the Yanshuf in Re'e. If Lamashinim is the Yanshuf in Shmini and the Tinshames in Re'e. And if the Racham is a Semach David in Shmini and the Shalach in Re'e. He says, <coughs> But the fact that the first ten birds corresponded perfectly to the first ten Brachas of Shimon Esrei should give us some hope that we could sort of plug our way through this and with the Siyata Deshmaya try to figure out why there are there these discrepancies. And why now all of a sudden the birds switch from Shemini to Re'e. So let's begin in the following way. What's the first Golos and what's the last Golos? Well, how many Golosim are there? Four, which are really eight. Right? Like many times said, Bavel Kazdi, Madayim Paras, Yavan and Moikdan, Yishmael and Esav. So the first Golos is Bavel. And the last Golos is Adam. Golos is compared to what? The day or the night? The night time. <clears throat> Especially Golos of Adam. 
like it says in Yeshaya, Masa Duma, a, a prophecy of Duma, Rashi says, is Edoim. Shoimer Ma Milayla, Shoimer Ma Milel. Golos Edom is like the night. And therefore, the beginning of the Golos and the end of the Golos, if Golos is like night, then what would you call the beginning of the Golos and the end of the Golos? Twilight. Twilight. How do you say twilight in Hebrew? Twilight is Neshef. The Gemara and Brachis that we learned over here. Look at number six. Al Amarava Trey Nishvi Havu. Neshef Lel Yav Asa Yamama. There's the twilight of the night and the day coming. And Neshef Yamama Asa Lel the twilight of the day and the night coming. Okay. Look at number 12. Min Yadua, we know that Golos Bavel is compared to Golos Amalek. Amalek here means Adam. Now I'll tell you the truth. I don't know what he's talking about. I have no idea what he means, that Golos Ed- Bavel is compared to Golos Edoim. I don't know where it's compared, how it's compared, and what comparison there is. But they are both compared to the nighttime, either the beginning or the night. I guess, I guess what he means, they're compared because, I guess uh, that's exactly what he's saying, that the, um, Bavel is the beginning of the night, and Edoim is the end of the night. Okay, that's how we say, Shoimer Ma Milayla, on Golos Amalek, because it uh, lasts a long time. But Golos Bavel, Rabbi Isai, was actually the shortest of all the Golosim. And even when we were there, it wasn't really that bad. Therefore, it's compared to Neshef. Neshef is the beginning of the night and the end of the night. Like the Gemara says in Bracha, it's Neshef Yamama Vasalelia, Neshef Lelia Vasayamama. Therefore, Yermia warns the people. Yermia was the Navi who was prophesying about Golas Bavel. He warns the people, Tnul Hashem Lekechem Kavoid, Beterem Yachshech, Ubeterem Yisnag Furag before you bang your feet, Al Hore Noshef, on the mountains of twilight. Why was Yermia warning the people about twilight? Because he's warning them about Golas Bavel, and Golas Bavel was the beginning of the night. <coughs> or, Nemar, Alhar Nishbas Unes. It says about Golos Bavel, the mountain of Nishba. It's compared to Neshef, the twilight. Raise the banner. And it says in Bamidbar, as Neshef Chishki Samli Lecharada. Look at number nine. Es Neshef Chishki Samli Lecharada. So, the Golos Bavel is compared to what? The night, the twilight. Now, Rabbi Isai, what bird are we going to compare Golas Bavel to? Which bird is going to be, be compared to Neshef? What do you think? Yan Shuf. The Yan Shuf. The, and in fact, so you say, eh, Yan Shuf Neshef. Eh. What do you mean, not eh? Look in the Ibn Ezra, look at number 10. Yan Shuf Oif, Yoifif Beneshef. Yan Shuf is a bird that flies in twilight because it can't see during the day. Therefore, Rabbi Isai, look in Re'eh. What bird compares to the beginning of the Golos and the beginning of Hashiva Shev Tenek Farishayna? The Yanshaf. The Yanshaf. The birds to the Yanshaf. Because it, it, it flies during the twilight. Now, what do we know about the Yanshaf? The Yanshaf, like the Kois, has eyes. It's a type of owl. It also has cheeks. <coughs> That's why, you know what it's called, the Yanshaf? 
The Anshuf in the Targum is called Kipufa, a type of owl. And the Gemara Nida says they both have eyes, they both have cheeks. Therefore, by Bavel, it says the same idea, Ri'ia, like, look at number 8, Alhar Nishpes, Unes. And then it says, Shmia, Harimu Koel. Venemar, and it says in Yirmiya, Unes Be'eretz, Tiku Shoifer Bagoyim. And it says, so therefore, the Yanshuf is the beginning of Golas Bavel. And by the way, it wasn't such a bad Golas, so we don't really need a major redemption, which is Hashiva Shevten Kvarishayna. That's the Yanshuf, which is Bishas Neshef at a time of twilight. Okay, Rabbi Isai. What was the What was the Better than, uh, at least they came, they did Shuvah. Times of Ezra. Look at number 13. Another thing that we see, what do we compare the multitude of the nations to? What are the nations of the world compared to? The abundant waters of the sea, the abundant waves, like in the Navi Yeshaya. Look at number 13. The multitude of many nations. Like the multitude of seas, they will... They will uh, Make a lot of commotion. Okay? Or, Usha'oin lu'umim kisha'oin mayim kabirim. Or, like the Navi Yeshaya says, Vaharashoim kayom negrash. The wicked will sweep like the sea. Kihashkeit lo yuchal. They cannot be tranquil. Or, okay, so what are the nations of the world compared to? Friends. <coughs> Elo, what do you say? What are the nations of the world compared to? The waters. And what is the redemption compared to? Klal Yisrael is then in the water, we're drowning. And that's why in Tehillim it says, Amar, Adoshem mi Bashan Ashiv, I will restore from the Bashan. Ashiv mi Yam, I will restore from the depths of the sea. So the removal from the exile is the removal and the salvation from the waters. Or like the Navi Hoshea says, Achare Hashem Yelchu Yishag, after God we will go like a roaring lion. And the children will be stirred from the sea. So the Goyim are compared to the sea, and the redemption is the removal of the sea. What bird are we up to in Shmini? The Shalach. What's a Shalach? You remember the Gemara in Chulin? A Shalach is the bird who swoops the fish out of the sea. A bird that swoops out of the sea, Rashi says, So what does it represent? That bird represents redemption from Golos. So therefore, Hashiva Shabtan and Shaina is the Shalach, the bird that sweeps the fish out of the sea. We're the fish, we're a dog. Not just because my initials are dog, Daniel Gladstein, but the Klal Yisrael of a Yid Gularoyv, Klal Yisrael says, are compared to the fish. Okay. In fact, what do we call the shalach? Shalei nuna. Shalei to remove nuna, fish. So comes the base tefillah, and he says, what's the shalach? He says, it's known that the multitude of nations are compared to the waters. And Amalek is compared to the sea. And Kalisar are considered like drowning in the sea. It says about them, And the Gu'ula then is the salvation from the sea. Hashem will yank us out. 
like the shalach that it says about the shalach za hashoyla dogem enayam and we tarch we tar game shalach as shalenuna like the pasuk says klal yisos v'yidgu laroiv bekerev haaretz what do you mean we're gonna multi, we're gonna be multitudes like fish in the in the land v'yidgu laroiv bekerev haaretz we're gonna be like fish on the land yeah. Because in the sea, in the Golas, it doesn't work. The Goyim are the Yamim. We want to be like fish ba'aretz. My Rabbi said, let's continue. So that means in Parashas, Re'ei, Golas Bavel, and Hashiva Ziyanshuf, at the time of Neshef. But it's also compared to the Shalach, which is the being pl- plucked out of the Golas. Here it says the Shalach is a fish owl. Okay. Now we mentioned that there are eight Golosim. We mentioned there are eight Golosim. Like it says in the sixth parak of Tehillim, Lam Natsech Alashminis Mizmar Ladavid. There are four Golosim which are eight. Edoim is the eighth. Edoim is the eighth. How's that? Reshe Didahav Tav, the head, the arms, the chest, the stomach, the legs. And they are. Bavel Kazdim Madai Paras Yavan Maikdan Yishmal and Adam. Marvarabhisai. So so far we have bird eleven in Re and Shmini is the Shalach, and in Re it's the Yanshof. So it's amazing that the beginning of the Galas is the Shalach in Re in Shmini, and the end of the Galas is the Shalach in Re. Here's another thing. Now we're going to talk about the bird, the Tinshames. That's the bracha of Alat Tzadikim. Where else is Tinshames mentioned in the Torah? Tinshames is mentioned one more time in the Torah. And that is again in Parshat Shmini. Because not only is it a bird, it's also a rodent. It's also a sharetz. Look at number 12. Yeah? The Tinshames is a rodent and a bird. It's the eighth rodent. And now we're going to learn a new concept. Look at number 23. And it will be peace. Ashur kiyavai v'yartzeinu, v'chiyidroich v'armanaiseinu, v'hakimainu alav shevaroyim. I'm going to give you the seven shepherds. Ushmoina nesichei adam, and the eight princes. You ever hear of the seven shepherds? No. We invoke it once a year. No, in the Mysore. Hakim lanu roya shiva. But... There, that we don't we don't just want the raya shiva, we want the shmaina nasichim. Who are the shmaina nasichim? This is Gemara and Sukkah. Yishai Shaul, Shmuel Amos, Zephania Zidkiyahu, Mashiach Eliyahu. But the real the correct verse is Eliyahu Mashiach. Why is Mashiach number eight? Because the eight princes are connected the eight golosim. The eight golosim are connected to the eight rodents. Each rodent is a different golos. You know why you not eat a rodent? You put Kalisol back in golos. 
You know why you're not eating non-kosher? You empower the Umay Sa'ilam. You destroy the Jewish people. A Jew who eats non-kosher destroys the Jewish people. You put us in Golas. Golas comes from being metame be'macholis asurais. Look at the end of Shmini. Hashem just gave me a matana right now. Look at the end of Shmini. Rashi and Shmini. Look at Memhei. Ki ani Hashem hamala escha me'eretz Mitzrayim. Rashi says, I only took you out that you're Makabal my mitzvahs. Tanad be Rishmalel. Ilmole lo Yahalisa Zisrom. It would have been enough. One second. Rashi says the whole reason God took us out of Mitzrayim is not to be Mitzrayim. You know why? Because Mitzrayim is the Shoresh of all the Golosim. <laughs> so for Mitzrayim, Bishrotzim, then we have to go back to Mitzrayim. But Rashi uses a lush and otherwise we belong to Nebuchadnezzar. What does Nebuchadnezzar got to do with anything? No, because by contaminating yourself with Machalei Sasurais, you're basically uh, placing yourself back in, uh, in the Golos. Okay, but Tinshames, which Rashi says is the Kalba, and is like a mouse, it's basically a mouse that flies at night. What is that called? A bat. A bat. Okay. And the Tinshames is like it. And it has, okay, it has no eyes, Rashi says. So the eighth, the eighth rodent is Adam. And that's why the eighth Nasich, the eighth prince is Mashiach. Because Mashiach will take us out of Golos Adam. So look at number 26. They say in the Medrash, And Adam is the eighth. Fine. And he quotes over here this whole Medrash that we read. It's Keneged, the, the eight Golosum which is the eighth one is Edom, are the eight Shratzim, and Tinshames is the eighth. And the reason why it's called Tinshames is because Edom was the one who stopped the bringing of the Karmen Tamid and put a Shikots Shoimim in the Mikdash. Kenegdoi B'Kedusha is Mashiach. Now Rashi says the Tinshames listed in the birds, and the Tinshames and the Shratzim is the same thing. Therefore, here on the final page. So this bird, Tinshames, is Keneged Edoim, the eighth of the Malchiyos. So it's interesting. The Tinshames is going to be Alat Tzadikim Al Chasidim, the third in Shmini, and also, right, in other words, it's going to be Shalach Yansh of Tinshames, and here it's going to be the second in Re'eh. So what is this all about? How do we explain this? Let's see if we can make heads or tails on these birds. And um, look at number 27. Amar Rav Yirmiya ben From the day that the Beis was destroyed, it's enough for the world to use two letters. Shenemar... 
Every soul should praise God. Hallelujah. The day the Beis Hamikdash was destroyed, not Yud Kevavke, but Tahalelka. Somehow, anybody here Yeshaya? Anybody here Yermia? Anybody here Gedalia? Anybody here? Okay, what's your Hebrew name? I didn't ask. I didn't ask. I'll let you know if I need to know your name. What's your name? Aaron. No. No. Jeffrey. Just what name? Yes. Good. Okay. What's your name? Yaakov. Yaakov. Okay, we're doing good so far. What are we, okay? Svi. Okay. Ezra Seifer. Shalom Dov. Moshe. No, we have no Gedalia, Yermia, Yeshaya, Chizkia, Tzidkia, but really their name should be Yermiyahu, Gedaliahu, Tzidkiyahu, Chizkiyahu, but we drop the Vav. Because when the Beis Hamikdash was destroyed, we only use Ka. The same way we use Ka, we use Yermiya, Yeshaya, Chizkiya, not Yermiyahu, Chizkiya. Fine. Another interesting thing we're going to discuss is that when Shlomo Melech married the daughter of Paroi, Gavriel came and he stuck a Kane. Literally, Kane is what? A reed. A reed, but it could also mean a windpipe. He stuck a windpipe in the sea and it gathered dust. And Edom was built on a windpipe or on a reed. So I know now you're all confused. You don't know what bird is what bracha. You don't know why I asked everybody their name. You don't even know why we say Kanshim Dalka and why in the world Gavriel put a windpipe in the sea. Okay? All in a day's work. Maybe after this year we'll know some of the above things, but no promises. Okay? Let's see the, follow, uh, the, the final Maramaka. In the Sefer based Tfila. When you look further, you'll see a very deep matter. Chazal say from the day the base of English was destroyed, the world only needs to use two letters. But what's the deeper meaning here? We have two parts of the body. What are the two main parts of the body? That's what you would have thought. Digestion. Respiration. Food, air. Those are the two main parts of the body. Eating, breathing. On the right side you have the veshet, the windpipe. And the windpipe takes the food to the stomach, to the intestines. And you have the, I guess, the liver. And the, the food pipe, the food pipe, the veshet. The veshet. It takes the food to the stomach, to the intestines, liver, kidneys. Okay, that's one part of the body, the veshet. Then you have the kone, the windpipe, takes the air to the lungs. And then the lungs bring it to the heart. So those are the two main parts of the body. The right side is chesed. Food is chesed. Air, the windpipe is din. Now, you always have to you do things with your right hand. Who here is a righty? One person here is a righty, and everyone else is sleeping. Fine. What? 
I'm a lefty. You're a lefty. So who here is a righty? Who here is a lefty? Nine, what was the strange share? Ninety people here are lefty. There are more lefties here even than people in the share. It's amazing. So, so um, the right side is midas achesa, the left side is midas adin. You always have to give dominance to the right side. That's why you pick up the ne- you pick up the negavaser cup. You want to wash your right hand first. So how do you pick up the cup with your right hand and wash your right hand? You pick it up with your right hand, then you put it on your left side. Every you always do the right over the left. Chesed over din. That's why when you lean, what side do you lean on? The left side. Why? Shemayaktim kanelaveshet. Because you might choke. We don't care about choking. We care more that the windpipe will go before the food pipe. And the windpipe is din, and the food pipe is rachamim, and you always have to be careful not to be yaktim kanelaveshet. Fine. Because if you do, you're going to come to Sakana. Yishmael, now in the Klippa, in the bad side, Yishmael comes on the right side. Yishmael is an offshoot of Avraham Avinu, Chesed. On the other hand, Yitz, um, Amalek, which is Esav, comes from Yitzchak, the left side. Admoini. Amalek is, Esav is the Kana that stands on the smile. That's why, where did Esav come from? Esav came when Gavriel, who's Midas Hadin, not Michal, who's Midas Rachman, Gavriel, Midas Hadin from the left side, came and stuck what into the sea? Kane. A windpipe. Esav comes from the windpipe, the sad small. Even though we've said in a share the exact opposite, but you don't remember that share, so it's okay. But look, no, but, but it's a major discussion. Because usually we say Yaakov is the Kane, Hakal Kal Yaakov, and Esav is Vayivaz, Esav is Habachar, Vishat, Veshat. But now we're saying. But now we're saying Esav comes from the left side. That's why Gavriel stuck the kana in the sea. Therefore, Bishashah called Kol Yaakov. That corrects the kana. We overcome Esav and we fix Esav and we don't have to worry about him. Okay. Now, ready for this? Kol Haneshama to Halel Ka. What do we learn from that pasuk? I'll call Nashima Vanashima Tahalka for every breath you have to praise Hashem. So it's explaining that the Kana, which is the windpipe, is breathing. So the Kana, the windpipe, is who? Asav. Asav is which rodent? Tinshames, Nashima, the eighth rodent. That's why Asav is the Tinshames, the windpipe. Esav is a windpipe. That's why we say, the Tinshames, on the very Pasuk that we darshan, therefore, on that Pasuk we darshan, the world only uses two letters. Because of that windpipe, which is Esav, Hashem's name is not Shalem until Amalek is wiped off. Okay. Let's continue in Parakhav Gimel and number 29. So basically, we've established three birds. The Yanshuf, the Tinshames, and the Shalach. The Yanshuf is Galos Bavel. Twilight, the beginning of the night. The Tinshames is Esav, the Kana, the eighth rodent. And the Shalach is how we get out of both of them. 
were swooped out of the water through the pelican. Oh, it's the it's the fish owl, according to the pelican. The pelican, yeah. No, it's the the pelican. Thank you. So, so there. So that's the shalach. That's the nuna, the the bird that comes and swoops Klal Yisrael out of the galas. So the the tinshames is Adaim. The Yanshuf is Bavel. And the Shalach gets us out of both. So now let's look at the Pesukim in Shmini and in Re'e. The Shalach is first in Shmini. Followed by Bavel. Followed by Adaim. It's a Pele. In Shmini first comes the Geula. Then comes Bavel. And then comes Esav. As opposed to in Parshas Re'e, First comes Bavel, then comes Adam, and then comes the Geula. Haloi Davarhu. In Shmini, first comes the Shalach, the Geula, and then Bavel and Adam. And in Re'ei, first comes Bavel and Adam, and then comes the Geula. What's the Pshat? Oh, it's a good thing you came to the Shir. The Acharei Shamanu Atochan Shalosh The Yanshaf, the Tinshamis, and the Shalach. The Yanshaf is Bavel. The Tinshamis is Amalek. The Shalach is the Geula. Now we could explain how it fits into the Shemayna Esrei based on the Psukim in Vayikra and in Devarim. Now we already said from the Zayar HaKadosh that the Psukim in Taras Kaihanim are talking about until Bayasheni. And those that are, that are spoken about in Devarim are talking about Bayasheni and the Chorben Adla Salavai. Now we know one thing. In Golos Bavel, Malchus Beisavad was not restored. We were just ruled by Shoftim and Yoyatzim. But Malchus Beisavad would, would not be restored until the Gula Asida, like the Pasuk promises, Va'avdi David Nasi Aleim. Ah! In Tairas Kayanim, in Vayikra, which is Bayis Rishon, first comes the Shalach, the Geula. The Geula, that... that um, denotes Geula from Golas Bavel. That's why in Hoshiva Shavtetim for Rishayna we don't say one word about Machas Beis David. Because the Geula of Tairas Kayanim, we don't, we don't discuss Machas Beis David, Machas Beis David is not relevant. Rather, we talk about the restoration of the Yoyatzim and the Shoftim. Because Tairas Kayanim is talking about Golas, Geula's Bavel. So in Gula's Bavel, we start with the Shalach, Hashim Shalach, Hashim We don't mention a word about David. But in Mishnah Torah, this bird, the Shalach, is connected to what? What's the Shalach in? Re'ei! If you're following. In Shemini, the Shalach is just a minor Geula from Golas Bavel without Malchus based David. It's Hashiv Hashem Zayin But in Re'eh, which is Mishnah Torah, which is the Geula from Edom, the Shalach is a Semach David Abdechatz Mamish Harainu Mitarasai Neflais. Shiba Koshas Machzars Malchus based David, the Geula Hasida. That's, yeah. Now, What's the request of Elam Hashinim? We ask Hashem to destroy all the heretics, all the left wing, 
all the liberals, all those who want to tamper with ethics, morals, and Torah Sinai, we ask Hashem, destroy them. Therefore in Golas Bavel, Golas Bavel, who ruled over us? The Kazdim. They are the Berches Haminim. But, so the Kazdim are the Minim in Golas Bavel. In Golas Amalek, who are the Minim? The Adoimim. So Le'umas, Golas Bavel and Kazdim. You have which bird? The Yanshof. Right? Because the Yanshof is Bavel. So listen carefully. What's the Lama Shinim in Tairas Kayanim? Tairas Kayanim, it's all about Golas Bavel. So the redemption is without Malchus based of it. And Golas Bavel, who are the Minim, the Kazdim. So the Yanshof is Lama Shinim, because we have to deal with the Yanshof is Golas Bavel. They're the Minim. As opposed to in Mishnah Torah, the Minim are Edoim. Therefore the Tinshomes is Lama Shinim. Unbelievable. In Taras Kayanim, Velamashinim is Golos Bavel. The Yanshof, because that's Bavel. And in Mishnah Torah, Birchus Haminim is Edoim, because that, that's how what we're dealing with. Rabbi, so this is all predicated on the fact that there's a fundamental difference between Vayikra and Devarim. Vayikra is Vayis Rishain, Devarim is Vayis Sheni. Vayikra is all about Bavel. Devarim is all about Edom. So Vayikra is all about Bavel. The Geula is without David. And the Rishayim are Babylonians, the Yanshof. As opposed to in Re'eh, the Geula is David, the Shalach. And who are the, who are the, um, the Rishayim? The Tinshames, Edom. Finally, last paragraph. Now we have to deal with something very important. Since Golas Bavel, who were the leaders of Klal Yisrael? From Shevet Yehuda, the Rosh Goyle Bavel, Meaning, once we were redeemed from Bavel, those who were redeemed were the leaders, like Ezra, like Mordechai, no, not Mordechai, but Ezra Nehemiah and Zerubavel. So, Yad they had the ability, like one of the tribes. So, and like we find throughout Chazal and throughout history. Therefore, uh, even as the Barbanel writes that until his time, the leaders of Chal Yisrael are all from Shevet Yehuda. So therefore, in the order in Mishnah Torah that corresponds to Golas Bavlanan, the Yanshuf, which is the co- continuity of Bavel. So who would the Yanshuf be in Tiras Kayanim? Listen carefully. Bavel itself had a downfall. The only remnant of Bavel were the leaders of the Jewish people from Bavel. They're the Shoftim. They're the Manhigim. They lead the people. And in their Zuchos, we're able to uh, be redeemed. Therefore, Hashiva Shevtenu is Kenege the Yanshof in Mishnah Taira. So now, if you want to have Kavana, and uh, you're, you've been following until now, so you think like this. When you get up to the Bracha of Hashiva Shevtenu Kvarishayna, you think like this. 
When it comes to bias Rishon, it's the Shalach, the bird that plucks the fish out of the water, because the original redemption from God's bubbles without Machs based of it. As opposed to and Devarim, the bird that you think about is the Yanshof, the Babylonian leaders. Fine. Then when you want to know what about the Asemach David Avdecha, we'll have to read further, but Asemach David corresponds to the Shalach in Mishnah Torah because David HaMelech will be the ultimate bird, so to speak, that yanks Klal Yisrael out of the final exile, which is Golos Edoim. In terms of who the Lamashinim are, in Vayikra, the Lamashinim are the Babylonians. In Devarim, they are the Edoimim. But, uh, we will see Be'ezus Hashem further next year because I've gotten so many requests already to continue this next year that I don't even have a choice. Next year we're going to go and continue and Be'ezus Hashem hopefully finish the Shemayna Esrei based on the birds. And if you can't wait until then, go out, get yourself the safer based Tefillah Rabbi Shua Heller and you'll, uh, you'll take a sneak preview uh, ahead of next year's year. Shkayach. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.